0: Welcome everyone to another episode of World from the Trees And when we done the last episode with me and my sisters Everyone asked, could you get on Elizabeth again? Could you get on Elizabeth again? Because she was talking about some fucking mad stuff Is what everyone was saying <laughs> They wanted to know a little bit more So I eventually got Elizabeth back on Thanks Elizabeth for coming in you like This him. is weird Matt because this is like Elizabeth's like my second mammy <laughs> Elizabeth would have minded me a lot when I was a young lad.
1: Go away! What's the age difference between two? If you don't mind me asking.
2: About seventeen years. Go away! Yeah, yeah.
0: seventeen years.
2: I was seventeen when you were born.
1: Mm. Fuck off! And you somehow look younger than him.
2: Oh,
0: thank you. <laughs> yeah, I've had a hard few years. I've had a year, hard few years. But um, yeah, you you were like my little second mammy Yeah. I'm and you're my godmother.
2: Good. And
0: yeah. yeah. Was I as much of a joy growing up as I can remember?
2: Uh, he was always special. <laughs> you were always special, David. You could interpret that <laughs> yeah, in many, yeah, many different ways. Yeah. No, um, Mammy got pregnant with you, I think, when we were living in the old house. And um, we moved into the new house then. When, when were you born? Nineteen 1980. Eight. Yeah, we moved into the new house in 19, in January 1980 and you were born in July. Yeah. But before um, you were born, Mammy broke her pelvis bone. How? I don't know. She must have fell or something. Did I can't someone remember. push her? But I ended up staying at home in school to mind Mammy. Was uh, was I about. in her belly at the time? Yes, yeah, when she was pregnant with was you. She you out know? farming or something? No, I don't. Re- I don't actually remember how she did it. But I remember her not being well and in bed and having to rest.
1: We have to get to the barmaid. Yeah, yeah, so. the omen come out at that stage.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, so you'd
0: mind Mammy and then you'd mind me?
2: I had to mind you in Mammy. <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: And the moving to the new house and, and stuff. And the
2: moving to the new house and everything, yeah. You know.
0: What was it like back then?
2: Oh got in the old house. Yeah. Ah, it was a bit cramped, <laughs> but it was grand. We were happy. Can you remember you it? Know? Oh, I do, yeah. But I was 16, I suppose, you know, going on 17 when we moved out. So we were in, in secondary school and, you know, so. Things were moving on with our, our part of the family, I suppose, the older ones, you know.
0: And Sean was boarding at that time, was he?
2: Um, he would have been. So and, was, um, I think he was. He was in Balafin for a while, but he only stayed there for about a year and a half, didn't he? He, he didn't stay there long. He left. Useless. I think he actually went to Mount Drath for a while and then went to Balafin.
0: Well, I suppose I'm going to do what I do with all my guests. We're gonna go right back. Huh? <laughs> we're gonna go right back this. Right. Right. So we all know how many are in the family and all that, mm. right? Mm. But when you were young, how was that sec- for or how was primary school for you?
2: I hated it. Primary school? Every minute of it. I hated it. Why? Were I you not know, in school with your sisters and I friends? was. Well I mean, yeah. Well, no, because we were all in different classes. You know. But um I liked Mrs. Reynolds. She was the the first teacher I had. But um, I never really liked school. And I was kind of, I won't say a loner, but I suppose I was in my own little world because I was different than what, other people. What was different about you? I came across a little bit different than others, you know. And I only noticed in the last few years, actually, I never liked school and I found school hard, right? Ac-
0: like to learn. Ac- and- I
2: won't even say academically. Like academically, I wouldn't be stupid, right? But just say, um, um, if you hand me a book to read, Right. I'll actually get very, oh, my God, I can't read all of this. There's too much there to read. Right. But if you ask me to listen to a book, I have it like that. An audiobook. An audio book. Yeah. So um, I remember when I was in secondary school, um, my one of my teachers said to me, if I could give you what you need to learn in a song, I'd be a genius.
0: But that was that because you were in a band and you were I, doing it wasn't music. Even, and... I wasn't
2: even in a band at that time. I just found it easier to learn things. Through the hearing, through listening, audibly, audibly, yeah, not vis, not visually, or and did you, know. you dislike
0: secondary school as well?
2: Um, I suppose I didn't. No, I didn't like secondary school. I didn't like school, full stop.
0: Did you like being at home?
2: I didn't know. Well, you see, there was a big family of us in it, right? And I suppose I was always kind of the oldest one, and you'd stay at home for very little reason, you know. And when I was in, I think it was fifth year you mammy fell down the stairs with you and I missed a good few months of school mm. so you kind of can't catch up then you know but like I just left school and just started doing little jobs like you know I worked in a shoe shop for a while and you know then I progressed um did you but, have a lot
0: to do at home when you were Oh at yeah
2: home? yeah yeah sure I looked after this all this well I would have helped mammy look after all of the small kids you must realize when you were born right there was sean michael and martina Seamus, Linda, Sharon, Barry, Gregory. Do you know what I mean? They were all there. Yeah. You know, so it was a very busy house.
0: Had Greg always big arms?
2: Greg was the cutest little boy. Really? Was Greg really cute? <laughs> oh, he was, oh, he was so good. How I cute I'm telling was he? you now, he was so good.
0: Gregory was? Yeah. Greg was, was he angry?
2: No, never. Barry? No, Barry was a little bit wilder. But Barry was always kind of... I remember him always going, um, he burnt his foot one time when he was small with the cougar at home, the old crooker in the old house. And um, he used to go, I burnt my fuck. <laughs> I burnt my fuck. <laughs> you know, there are little things that I remember of when we were young. Yeah. You know, but um, no, I hate school. Absolutely. Did you do your leaving? I did, yeah. You did your leaving? I did my leaving, but I didn't feel I did well enough to go ahead or do anything with it, right? So I worked in a shoe shop in Gray for a while, right? And... What did I do? Oh, yeah. And then after a couple of years, right, I went to, um, I did a secretarial course in Montrat in the convent, back to the convent again, right, which I didn't really want to do. But we all did a kind of a group interview in Great West Life in um, Kilkenny.
0: What's a group interview?
2: Uh, the whole class went down to Kilkenny to do a group interview, an interview. Everyone was, went down together. And they interviewed different people, and only two was in the in the actual class got the jobs
0: and that done the secretarial that course. That
2: the secretarial course, yeah. So um, I went down. I got that right. So it's like the equivalent to to um oh the VHI. Okay. Right. So I was a medical claims examiner, and I remember when I was doing that, I had to study sort of like anatomy and physiology, and you know, cat scans and different types of um, medicines and you know x-rays all that type of thing because you had to have an idea what you were paying a claim for
0: were you dealing with doctors or yeah
2: we were dealing with like you in the vhi okay and i paying an out i'd um, press say a certain thing on the computer and the claim the the check would print out over in america oh you know so i did that for a good few years
0: Are you dealing with americans
2: yes it was all american it was great west life
0: so you were dealing with American people's claims. Yes. Were they massive claims? Huge. Like what?
2: We were like Office 252 was our office, right? So I'd be working for people in Beverly Hills. And the minimum um, claim or check you would be sending out would be about 130000 For what? For claims, medical claims. But would they,
0: what would, would 130000 hundred and thirty? Well, they could
2: have an operation. You know, like it's so expensive over there. The anesthesiologist to be a fortune like. So it's up to you whether you pay the claim or not. Now they'd be auditing you, of course, you know. But yeah, it was a difficult job. How but long did you do that for? I stayed there for a good a long time because I was engaged to James at that time. How did you meet James? I met James in Burris in the Leaks County Hotel. Burris Yeah, in 1988. It was 1988. It was December 1988 when I met James.
0: You can remember it clearly.
2: Absolutely. <laughs>
0: yeah. And what, were you just dancing with all the girls?
2: No, I wasn't. I, I remember, no, um, oh, he just came over and asked me to dance.
0: That brave. <laughs> On oh, a slow set. Yes. What was the song?
2: Um, I, I want to know who love is. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. But I do remember that one. Um, Never going to give you up. That's not a Maybe slow song. But that was our song. Rick, Rick Ashley. Rick, yes. Ashley. <laughs> you got Rick Roll by James. We used to always dance to that and have, yeah, he bought me a Rick Ashley t shirt one time as well. Ah, that's Rick loving now. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's romancing.
0: <laughs> a Rick Ashley t shirt. See, and anyone thinks that this podcast can't go anywhere. <laughs> right, I've just proved but It's the little you
2: things, things that count, isn't it?
1: <laughs> this is our Valentine's Day special.
0: <laughs> How long were you with James before he bought you a Rick Ashley t shirt? Because that's months. a brave present. Yeah.
2: A few months. <laughs> well, no, I won't say that's, um I remember telling him I was allergic to cheap jewellery as well. But <laughs> I actually didn't mean to tell him that, oh, I want expensive jewellery. Yeah. It's just that I can't. Um, they give me a, a reaction like, you know, it has to be. Does it? Oh, yeah. If I, I can't put on cheap jewellery like.
0: Well, but So oh, just gold. I swell up. <laughs> yeah. Just gold.
2: Well, yeah. It can be sterling silver, <laughs> or, you know. That yeah. works out great it for you, doesn't good it? Quality.
1: <laughs> my mother's the complete opposite. She she can't wear expensive jewellery.
2: Oh really? Yeah. No, like she was, can't wear the, expensive yeah, jewelry. Yeah, the
1: earrings that were pennies are like the only earrings she can wear.
2: Oh god, if I wore yeah. if I put one of them on, my finger would swell up.
0: Do you think I could get away with telling Vicky that I'm allergic to buying <laughs> Expensive
1: jewelry? <laughs> yeah. Do you think? No, probably you have the opposite yeah. problem. your bank account doesn't swell up,
0: oh my God, yeah, it was just, I was only telling Elizabeth on the way in. It's like I think that I've done a full reversal. It's like i I do have money problems now, just there's way more zeros, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just there's more zeros involved it's but it's not as scary because now it's someone else's problem. Yeah, yeah.
2: you should set up a go fund me
0: yeah i I had an idea, um, I was gonna yeah. give everyone. An uh, explanation how to to a million euro idea. All they had to do was send me a euro, and a f- for the first million yeah. people,
2: or send you a few pence for a cup of coffee. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, how long were you with James?
2: Well, I'm with James now. God, I think we're married thirty years. We were together seven years when we got married. We got married in 1994.
0: Yeah. And how long did you stay in Great West?
2: I left the year I got married. And I went and I started working for Billy Mansfield in Rat Downey. Um, I, I did more the, the housing side, you know. What was that? What? Valuations and showing houses. An auctioneer? And auctioneering, yeah. Martina was working there. And she did the um, insurance side. Oh. Yeah. That's Is how that I how I got she in. got you in? Probably. <laughs> I can't remember the ins and outs of it, like, you know.
0: And did you, you were living in Kilkenny while you were in Great Westley? Yes.
2: And James was in college in Carlow.
0: Ah, so yeah. it's suited.
2: So it is handy. Yeah. So it's only a few minutes.
0: D- James went out of college straight into a job.
2: Yeah, he w- he worked for Irish Rail for a while. And then he worked for some mattress company in Kildare. But then he started in Champion, Spark Plug and Nace. He worked there for a long time until it closed down. Yeah, and then he had to make a decision whether he was going to go look for another job or start his own himself. It.
0: I was I was there while all that was happening. <laughs> <laughs> Help build the shed. Yeah, there at the weekends, moving stuff, moving lades, CNC mm-hmm. machines. Yeah. That was that was a lot of work.
2: Oh, it was. Yeah, but I do have my engineering hat on now sometimes as well. I worked for him last week. Did you for four days? Doing working on a CNC, a Mori Seiki CNC. Yeah, lathe.
0: You could be doing anything.
2: Oh, I could do anything. <laughs> I'm fairly handy on the machines now because I suppose I'm used to them because it's just habit. You know, it's just kind of habitual. You do the same thing all the time. Like, you Mm, know,
0: he programs them and you just. He programs
2: them, yeah. Now it takes a while to program them, you know. But he was kind of backlogged now um, last month because we had two funerals, of course, and we had a lot of stuff going on, you know. So I just said, right, you know what, now I won't do any of this work. I'll just go out and help him. And, you know, it was a great break as well from constantly talking to people you
0: know yeah especially after when especially you, after what we're after going through y- yeah. you don't want to be talking to too many people exactly yeah and yeah. when you were in mansfields working mm. when did you have your kids in were you there when you had no. no 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 how long did you stay there
2: um i can't remember how long i stayed see i'm very bad for dates i couldn't say it to you i did such a thing in 19 no. did whatever. you hate that job i didn't like it i didn't like any job right and even great west life was a good job right but i felt trapped in this little cubicle because there was four cubicles Do you know there was one there one here one there and one there and there was so many people working there now they were good they were going to work for but I felt ugh, trapped. Had your friends? I had yeah I had some good friends there you know.
0: Did you still feel like an outsider? Like I you did not feel
2: I won't no I didn't no I didn't feel like an outsider there but I knew it wasn't for me but I didn't really know what was for me at the time I knew I was different when I lived. Do you remember Aim and Killalay that used to live with me in Kilkenny? Mm. He was one of our best men mm. at the wedding, right? Um, he died now. God rest him. Since right, but um, he used to always say to me there was something about me, right? Something different about me, right? Because I was always very intuitive, and I'd say things to him. he would say, "How do you know that, Liz? You know?" So I always knew that there was something, you know, that like I used to see stuff and all yeah. that kind of thing. You used
0: to always say stuff like that.
2: Oh my goodness! Even even to us. Oh, yeah, yeah. Elizabeth,
0: you know. often I came home, I, I used to live with Elizabeth. <laughs> and I had a few wild years. <laughs> How the times. fuck did you put up with that? And I, do you remember coming home one evening? You cross-ackled me in the kitchen, wouldn't let me in to have a shower unless I basically bought a house. <laughs> oh, yeah. She did, she made me buy a house. Yeah. Here's the house, circled <laughs> off. It's number 22.
2: Foundations. It's
0: not even built yet. Setting foundations. And yep. if you don't buy this, you're gonna do some stupid stuff. <laughs> and you made me buy it.
2: Yeah. I was trying to get him on the property ladder, I suppose, you know. But um just to get you going. Yeah. You know. But it worked out okay.
0: I sure look we'll see.
2: You know. <laughs> it did work out okay. And you
0: know? when did you leave there? Um where now roughly. When you left Mansfield, where did you go?
2: Um I think. Oh, you know what? I got pregnant. Yeah, so it was Tanya. Yeah, I got pregnant with Tanya, and I decided then that I was going to be basically because by the time you get children minded this and the other, I decided no, I'd stay at home and mind her. Right. So I stayed. I when Tanya was, we lived in Balafin for a while. I remember, you were yeah. you used to come out to Balafin. Then we moved to Chantier Gate. You were there too, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> David <laughs> was everywhere. I was, <laughs> but um, yeah. So when. When I was in Chantu Gate, right, um, when Tanya, I think Emma was, I was after having Emma as well, Emma was born in 2000, right, I think I was about 38 at the time, I can't remember, but Sean Michael used to always say, I don't think Lizzie's herself. I was always very tired, but I didn't know why I was tired. You know, I just had this fatigue, but I didn't know why I had this fatigue. The doctor couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. They couldn't put a name on what was wrong with me. And I was so tired, even if I just even go into Dun stores, my mouth would be so dry. I'd feel dehydrated. And if there was any little bit of a stool or anything anywhere, I'd have to sit on it. Right. So I had this terrible fatigue over me. And if I even slept, I could sleep for Ireland and not get any benefit from it. Right. So um, James actually took me to a doctor, um, one of the champion doctors that he was working for and he said to me I think you're depressed right
0: did you feel depressed no
2: I didn't I didn't think it was depression it was tiredness this is why but then I went to a doctor in um, Mullingar and he told me it was fibromyalgia right what's that and fibromyalgia is like um, well in spiritual terms it's a spiritual virus right but in, in medical terms it's like pains and aches and fatigue it's like ME you know, that kind of ME that people mm. get, right? And Dr. O'Dwyer told me that one in 10,000 people can get it, right? So, this is what they were diagnosing me with, right? So, I got to a point where. Were they I drugging you? Um, no, no, I didn't go on any drugs, no. But um, I remember in Chantier Gate in Port Leash walking from, say, Chantier Gate down to the gate. James had to go and collect me. I wasn't able to walk back.
0: Just right? your legs or I your. I was so
2: tired, fatigue right? i go up to Mammy with the two girls and I'd literally go in and lie down. i go up to Earl and I'd lie down, right? I just couldn't do, I couldn't function the way I used to function and there was no reason for it. So I remember then um, going to a girl in um, Templemore, right? And she said to me that she'd try, she'd try Reiki on me. I don't know who gave me the name, but I went to this girl called Bridget in um, Tullamore and she did, a reiki session on me
0: did you know what reiki was
2: i hadn't a clue right but when she did the first session on me she pulled out a card right she did an angel so explain
0: what reiki is
2: reiki is like um you you have to be attuned for to open up the chakras for the reiki energy to come in and come out to your hands right so you're lying on the bed so i was lying on the bed and she she'd tap in right to this reiki energy which is universal energy, really. But when this universal energy comes in, you tap into a certain level of consciousness, be it an angel or, but it could be anything. But normally it's meant to be angels, right? So, and then that, that energy will have a, a soothing effect on you or will give you a, a feel-good feeling, right? So I actually enjoyed it and I got very interested in it.
0: And when you went in, and she started doing this and explaining, you were there. They said, "Well, come on
2: now." Yeah, no, I was excited because I knew. I just felt. I just felt something change. I felt something like a reaction to it. Like this is what I like. It excited me, right? So she put me on vitamin B plus C. Right. And she pulled a card and it was the miracle card. So do cards as well. She did an angel card and she pulled one card and she said it was a miracle card that I was going to get better. So I went to her for a couple of months. Right. And I remember getting out with a car going into the AIB bank. I pulled up outside a fruit and nut shop in Leash, Right. And I ran across to the bank. And when I got to the bank, I said, oh, my God. I'm not tired.
0: That was straight after.
2: It was like it was about maybe a month later. Maybe two months later, but I felt a shift within me, right, so I decided right, I'm going to do the course, so you have to do Reiki One, you have to do one first, then two, then three, and then you do a, an advanced course that you can teach it, right, so I liked it, right? I used to start doing it on people then, right, but just when you're
0: I, when you're doing the course, can you feel yourself yes. becoming a magician
2: no no it, it's very like. What I have gone through in my life has been very subtle, very slow. Mm. Like I'm 58 now, right? I was 38 then. 38, maybe 39, right? So it, it took, it was in steps. It really was in steps, right? But um, I remember when I had the Reiki attunement, when I closed my eyes to have the Reiki attunement, it was like a, a flash of lightning came into me. Mm. I could feel like a flash of lightning coming into and
0: me. who did this?
2: Whoever attuned me, I can't remember. Oh, Elizabeth Hitchcock was her name. From so Cornwall. you go somewhere. Yeah, you're in a group of people that are learning the course. like. Yeah. So you're given the, you know, you're taught about the different chakras and what each chakra represents. And then when they do the, the attuning, you're attuned. You can never reverse this attunement. Like it opens you up.
0: It's very Lord of the Rings, isn't
1: Did it? Did you find it almost like, um, th- when I had it done, it felt almost like shower. What, the minute you step into a shower, even yeah. though you're lying down, it feels like when you've just turned on the shower and yes. it's just kind of washing you down. It's washing
2: you down, yeah. It's, th- it's just, it was amazing, mm. right? But then I started kind of working on people yeah. with doing the Reiki. But if I was working, say, on their liver, I wasn't sure if it was their liver I was working on because I didn't know the anatomy and physiology of the body right so you wouldn't know where the lungs were well you know the lungs but you wouldn't be sure whether you were on the liver or the gallbladder or the spleen or whatever right so actually my sister-in-law Kathy she said to me this why don't you do a massage course and you'll be doing the anatomy and physiology as well so I started a massage course in Portlaoise so I did that for a year after that then I did a reflexology course and I was raging because you had to do the anatomy and physiology again because it's very very difficult it's a hard course right but that gave me a, um, more of an understanding of the body, you know, which you have to have, right? But then when I started really working on people, I found that I was picking up on people's sadness. I was very empathic, right?
0: Is that because when they're feeling calm and they're feeling relaxed, they can tell you stuff or they, they let out their emotions?
2: No, you can pick up their emotions. So just say now, there is my, my aura. Right mm. is out to here tops my fingers right in front of me behind me above me well if I'm sitting beside you yeah. and you're in my space I can pick up yeah. your information in your aura
0: can you see the aura
2: I can see the aura or do yeah. you feel it yeah sometimes if someone's in a really bad place I see their aura nearly that colour Yeah. really oh yeah. yeah you can see you know they're blocked straight off
0: so is this when people come into you and you're concentrating on it or are you walking no. down the street and it's like this mad fucking
2: I could walk down the street and I'd see someone, and I'd say, "God, to help that poor creator," and I'd say, "Spirit, will you do an alpha two me on that person?" And I know that that's going to make a difference to him. Who's the spirit? That would be my good deed for the day, yeah. if you know what I mean. Who's right? the spirit? It's not a spirit, right? It's spirit. It's God, the highest level of consciousness. So when go back to the Reiki, right? So when I was doing the Reiki, right, um, just say I have you on the bed, right? I walk and in. Yeah, you walk in. You and lie I'm on And I'm saying,
0: I'm saying, what's wrong with me? Yeah. What am I there for?
2: Yeah. Well, I I will tap in, right. So I will call in the Reiki, right. I don't want it coming in now. Stop, right. Because the minute I say it, I can feel it flowing, right. But I don't allow it in anymore because it's not high enough level of consciousness for me, right. Now I can I can call it in and ask for the angels of light to come in at the highest level of consciousness. But what was happening was whatever angel felt like coming in was coming in. Yeah. So go back, go back a bit. It could be a dark angel. Go back a
0: bit for a minute, right? Yeah. So when did you start figuring out, oh, fuck, there's angels and dark angels and all yes. this, because I I, I I, don't understand how. Right.
2: Just say you're lying on the bed, right? An awful lot of people won't spill their heart out to you yeah, the first you time really they don't really say come. anything going into They don't really know. say anything, but you pick it up, right? It's like one day a girl came to me, right? And I had my eyes closed, right? And the first thing I could see was a box, a cardboard box, right, with bubble wrap paper and a black car like the the Night Rider car with an aerial on it. That's what I could see in my mind's eye, right? And I was saying, I wonder is this significant now or should I say anything, right? So I said nothing for a while, right? But when I got to the heart, when I put my hand on her heart, I could feel, and her lungs, I could feel such heartbreak, such grief, right? So I said, look, I'm not trying to pry, but did you lose someone? I said, I see, I told her I saw the car. Well, she burst into tears, right? She told me that she had a baby, right? And she bought um she knew she was having a boy, and she bought um a car, right? She bought a car from the baby to the little brother that was four, right? But because the baby died, she couldn't give the car to the little boy as a present from the child. So it was still in the press, wrapped in the bubble wrap paper. Right. So that was what I picked up. Right. And if I hadn't said anything. It wouldn't have never, it would never have came to light. But she was delighted that I was able to pick that up. That was like a message from the baby that passed to give the car to him.
0: So when you were meeting people then. Mm. Is is it physical problems or is it evil spirits that are called, or is it like what what are you say when you say dark angels Mm. like Mm. was is there a moment where you're just doing Reiki and you think you're having this energy thing and next thing oh shit there's another world out there of stuff
2: I had my lands I got a couple of lands, right? I had this beautiful girl one time and I'm telling you now, the most beautiful girl you could ever clap an eye on. And when I had my hands on her, this is when I got really a little bit concerned about doing Reiki, right? Because I wasn't... Um, Too guard. green. I was No, I wasn't guarded enough. I wasn't protected enough, right? And the young girl was doing drugs, but I didn't know she was doing drugs. She didn't look like a girl that was doing drugs, right? But something jumped from her into me and I nearly went down I had to ca- hold myself up and when she went my eyes were bloodshot
0: what do you mean jumped
2: something jumped from her into me another being she was possessed she had another soul in her body she had something invade her but it came from her to me now for look at the time I still Peter Davis was still alive the man that taught me a he. And I rang him the next day, and he told me that I wasn't um, protecting myself well enough. That it had actually jumped into me. I not, knew by me. I knew by myself I'm that not, something was after happening.
0: I'm not joking. If that happened to me, I'd walk out of the room. Lord Jesus, <laughs> I'm never doing this <laughs> shit again. Take yeah, this away from me.
2: It takes a certain level of. Yeah.
0: Would that of, not scare you?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. But the thing is, like, I'm more confident in what I do now that I know that no matter how bad something is, my spiritual committee and spirit will clear it.
1: Can I ask you this? Have you done any courses with Natasha Bracken from Tullamore? Or do you no. know Natasha? No. No.
2: <laughs> no. Um, there's so many. No. When, um, how would I explain it? So just say now, you know, when all that was happening, right? I remember having to have Epsom salts bats, right? Mm. Always trying to clear myself. My biggest problem. I was clearing people. I was helping people. But what was happening is, I was picking up their shit.
0: And did their shit ever, could you feel it inside you?
2: You'd feel it around you and you'd mm. feel their emotions. And I had to get my, a handle on that. Kind of like John Coffey
1: done. in the Green Mile, almost, and the way he would take the pain yes, out of people. he
2: was taking the pain, yeah. 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 And that film, oh, that's nothing <laughs> yeah, yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. And he'd blown out all the flies <laughs> and all that, like, yeah. you know. But, like, it really, really is real. It is real i used to you think know? it was
1: bullshit and then i it's had not. something pretty much the Magic. same as you with going to see somebody and having that done and this shit was yeah. just unbelievable yeah.
0: well you know me i'm one of these i i was i never believe yeah. in that but results it's like when you just know stuff and freaks you out all yeah, the time yeah, yeah, yeah. like Elizabeth ring and you go right you're. You need to. There's something wrong with you. <laughs> you know you're under pressure, or you're stressed out, or yeah. and you just know these things. It's kind yeah. of freaky. Yeah.
1: There's somebody seriously close to me that is very similar to you, nice. and that can read this stuff and all mm-hmm. that. And mm. he would have been a person that was completely like, "This is fucking bullshit go away from here," or whatever. And just something happened by accident one day with him. He had to go somewhere that somebody else couldn't go. And he met this woman and he went in and he started going to the courses and the uh, stuff like that. And it's only that you're describing it the exact same way as he has described it. I thought, okay. And then he made me go one day. But he didn't make me go, but he asked me to go and see this woman. And i done it. And the stuff that she was able to tell me. And so we sat down and we done the cards thing a bit first. And then they, she got me to lie down on the couch. And I was like, okay, whatever. Or not the couch, sorry, the table. Hmm. And she just started what you were saying, moving her hand kind of over me. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: And when she got to my stomach, I mean, she jumped, right? And I was sitting there going, oh, for fuck's sake,
2: mm-hmm. like, Or whatever,
1: mm-hmm. you know? And she asked me a question then. And I was just like, ah, hear no quitter. Don't start this now, kind of thing. Like, and straight up, if it's all right to say it mm-hmm. on the project, mm-hmm. like, she turned around to me and goes, were you abused as a child? Right. And I, I wasn't, like, and I said it to her. I goes, no. And she goes, I'm telling you. Something happened to you as a child, like this is absolutely coming out of you that like ra- molestation and rape, and I was like i'm telling you hundred percent I was not, and what it ended up coming back to be because we talked we talked about it for a bit afterwards was um two partners I had been with were molested as children, and I knew that, and I took that completely from then it's something that go- just up. is really with me. Mm and she was like you are seriously seriously carrying that like really dark into you yeah you are empathic (laughs) yeah
2: you know and i can see that you're kind of into this i am because i used to think it was such bullshit and
1: just even you describing it the same way that Mm. person describes Mm. me is just crazy Mm.
2: like but like the reiki started me off Mm. right it excited me about everything but me doing reiki on other people and in their space was not doing it for me right so um i remember then i went to this girl I can't remember her name now, but she was working with a pendulum, right? I can't remember her name now, right? But um she she kind of got me interested in the pendulum, right? And I was talking to a friend of mine down in Limerick and she said that she was she inquired about working with pendulums and she brought these two people in from from America, Robert Dexter, which is the man that invented spiritual response therapy, SRT, right? And she said to me, Elizabeth, I think that this will really suit you. Right. So what you do with SRT is you don't have to touch anyone. You don't have to be in their space. Right. So all I have to do. Right. Just say when. Um, what's your name? Sorry. Matt. Matt. Just say I want to tap into Matt now. Right. Tap into Matt. I do go, you mind
0: or tap <laughs> no, no, into No,
1: Let's see where this goes. Yeah, Watch I, me break down and cry. <laughs> I go neutral.
2: Yeah. Right. I do not. Um, I don't get involved on an energetic level yeah. about what's going on in your life. Yeah. Right? So, what I have here, right, is a master chart. Okay. Right? This is my master chart. and will be up there.
1: Th- yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we yeah. can put this up on the screen. <laughs>
2: all of these, right, are the charts. Okay. Right? So, I have 32 charts here. Wow. Right? Um, 32, right? And that's, like, you. what you do is you put the pendulum on the middle. Yeah. Right? And it'll tell you where to go. Mm. So, if you have, like, say, um, a block to power. Yeah. A block to um. What? Well, I read them here. Cheerfulness, right? Any block, they will show me what the block is, and then they clear it. But
0: when you're you're just swinging, I don't have to do it. Yeah. But how do I know you're not swinging it?
2: I'm not. All right. So what happens is, right? I go neutral and I say, I speak to my spiritual committee. So I have a spiritual committee. So of you, so of you. Yep. All right. Now you're here for a reason. Right.
1: <laughs> this is
2: not a coincidence, right? So and you know normally. You probably have um, traits of healing in your yeah. past lives. Yeah. Because you're dabbling I, into it now. Yeah. Right? You're dabbling into it in a, a bit when you have the work done. Yeah. Right? So, um, what I do then, right, is I say to my spiritual committee, Hi self, prep me to work. Get mm. me ready for this work. Right? So, I'll say, um, My spiritual committee then are tapped into the Godhead. Yeah. Right. Which is the highest level of consciousness you can tap into. Yeah. Right. You cannot go higher. And that's why, if I when I was doing the Reiki, if I had said tap me into the Godhead, I may have had better results. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But anyway, what I do is I say prep me to work. So I say how long to prep me to work? It's zero to prep me to work. Mm. Right. What does that so, mean? Zero. I have nothing to do because I do this all the time. I have no blocks. You're in, in tune, like today. your, like your radio is in tune. Yes. Yeah. And I have no negative motivations. Right. And how many openings in my aura? I have none. How many cracks in my aura? I have none. Right? So it's saying zero.
1: So who's,
0: so in your words, who's moving that?
2: My spiritual committee are moving it through a kind of a muscular thing. Do you know the way you can actually, you can actually tell your body. Just say you put your fingers like that and say, give me a no. Just do that. This is a no. Right? Give me a no. Do I say that? Yeah. Say this is a no. This is a no. Yeah. don't don't let them go through don't let your fingers go through (coughs) Okay. this is a no you're telling your body you're telling your spiritual committee and then you say show me a no
0: I don't know what that means
2: show me a no that's no that's yes no yes no yes
0: but when you want a no like you can just open it
2: no a no is tight together your fingers won't open it's muscle testing right so you just say give me a no Give me a no. No. This is a yes. Let them fly through.
1: This is a yes.
2: Show me a yes.
1: Show me a yes. There you are. Now show me a no. Yeah. It did it.
2: Yeah, now show me a no. Show me a no. There you go. Right? It will not open. Right? So that's muscle testing. Mm. And you can actually do it for say, just say if you get domestos, right? (laughs) And put the domestos right up against your stomach, right? And say to your body. Is this domestos good for me? Your body will fall back if it's not. It'll just fall back. It won't fall. Everybody get the
1: bleach out now and start trying this.
2: You you won't fall but your body will go back. And if you get out say then um, milk or something Mm. that's good for you, your body will go forward very gently.
1: I suppose it comes down really to that yes no feeling that you have to get as a child and stuff. Yeah.
2: So what I say right, so I say this is a yes. Yeah. So I trained my spiritual committee to Give me that as a yes, and that's a no. Is my name Elizabeth? Yeah. Is my name Margaret? No. Right. But well, how do
0: you know my it's third- not your subconscious?
2: But it is to a point. Your subconscious yeah. tapped into another dimension, really. Right. Now it took me a long time to trust my my pe- <laughs> to trust the answers that I was getting. Right. But I'm doing this since 2009. Right. So I'm getting handy at it. Yeah. If you know what I mean, yeah, yeah, I am yeah, getting yeah, good yeah, at yeah. it. Right? And it does, it does take. Yeah. Kind of and I've gone to a point now that I nearly know what the next chart is mm. without even the pendulum showing me. Right. So what I do is I say my loving intention for this healing and clearing is spiritual transformation and healing yeah. for the best and highest good of Matt, okay. his high self and his spiritual committee. Right. So you have a spiritual committee. And your spiritual committee guides you into doing whatever it is you're doing in your life. Mm-hmm. Right. Sure. Then you have a soul. Right. So it's like David with his big Jeep in the car or out there <laughs> in the yard. Right. The Jeep is a vehicle. It takes you around the place. It won't do anything unless you get into it. Hmm. Right. You are the soul of that Jeep. You tell it where to go. You're the navigator. Right. So this is the physical body. You have a physical body, but your soul Navigator. is the navigator it decides who you are what you're going to experience who you're going to marry what illnesses you're going to have yeah. right How so you are
0: you saying all these things are predestined they're for
2: it? predestined
0: so and then there's no free will
2: There, you see the soul has been around so many you see it's very hard for me in one hour to explain yeah, to you yeah, yeah. what I do right but You can repeat stuff in past lives, Mm. right? You can repeat stuff. I had a little blonde, lovely girl. I had a lovely girl one time and she went over to, do you know where the the gassed all those people?
1: Oh, out of yeah.
2: Yeah, she went over there, right? And the minute she walked in the gate, she got a panic attack. Mm. And from then, she couldn't stop the panic attacks, right? Now, she didn't know why she was getting the panic attacks, but through research... I said, have you been somewhere? Did you go somewhere in the last couple of months? No. I said, are you sure? You picked up something somewhere. Mm. She actually was one of the people in her soul, in her body, was in the body of a person that was put into one of those and burned or gassed.
1: Yeah. The best way I've heard that described before for me is um, do you ever love something or hate something and you've never done it or you've Mm. never been involved in it or anything Mm. like that? That's more than likely the reason why, I, like somebody, uh, I remember talking to somebody and they were like, I'm absolutely terrified of fire. I've never been burned. I've never been, and I, like, obviously, yeah, we all know fire is a hmm. thing that you're not, it's not good, but saying, i I'm absolutely terrified of it. I've never been burned. Never had it's a like, problem with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like the explanation in your, in what we're talking about here is because something has happened with you in fire before. And
2: so, your soul is yeah. remembering it.
0: So that means that you believe in past lives. Yes. Reincarnation. Yeah. And that would be uh, a very Asian religious belief. Say you Reiki. No, what you do is what was spiritual f- response therapy. Feng Shui I, or something I, is it?
2: Well, there's Feng Shui as well. That's another part so, of what. So I do. that
0: would be an Asian religion.
2: It's um, Chinese. Chinese. Yeah, yeah. But um, that's there, there. are charts like you know. It's just like I told you. You you were born the year of the monkey, hmm. right? This is the year of the tiger. The tiger does not like the monkey. The tiger is going to challenge the monkey this year. You're fucked, and yes. your worst month <laughs> for a few months, yeah. now. your worst month was August. Yeah. Look what happened with daddy. Right. So you were going to, if you don't child, blame me for that, <laughs> bit, Lizzie. <No>, like, <laughs> Fuck's sake, it, it Liz, this is
0: not what yeah, I needed right now. But it's
2: in your chart to have a challenge, to have challenges this year. You know, like it, it is, you can see things coming down the line. And like some people now, I wouldn't say it too many. There was a couple in the family knew that I knew what was coming down the line. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But you can't go around go and say, you know, oh, yeah, this yeah. is going to happen. But to a degree, I suppose, you're, you're a little bit prepared for it, yeah. you know, and you get to a point like when daddy was, I'll go back to you now in a minute. No, right? no, you're good. Yeah. But when daddy was very, very unwell, right, I would always go into the charts, right, and I'd say how long to prep daddy to work, and it would be high, right? But I'd bring him back, and I'd put him into a kind of a balanced place. Right, but then his prana started going down. Right, what's that? Your prana—it's like the the energy from the universe supporting your body. Right, like you—you're there now, sitting, and you're you're full of life or whatever. You have prana in your body. Hmm. So if you're if the life is starting to leave your body, your prana goes down. And Daddy's prana was ten percent. And I'd ring Martina I'd say Daddy's prana is very low today. And Martin'd say, "God, he's not well." Yeah. You know. And I try and bring it back up. But then it was getting to, I'd say, spirit, bring up daddy's level of prana. Right? And spirit would bring up his level of prana, but then it would go back down again. And I'd say then, um, spirit, can you, sometimes you can bring a new soul in. You can bring in a walking soul to support the body. Right? But um, it wouldn't let me do it. Right? So I knew the soul was finished. I knew he was ready to go. The soul was ready to go. You know? So you can see. You can actually see what's going on, like you yeah. know. So, and then there's a chart we have called a homotoxicology chart, and it's like if you were it, it's one to six. One is health and well-being, and six is kind of neoplasm or something like that. It's the body degenerating and dying. Yeah. And Daddy was going up really high on that chart, and I used to bring him down for years. I've been bringing him down, and then you wouldn't let me. So I knew that he was the body was starting to yeah. to break down, like you know. So like. You can see stuff going on by what's going on their feng shui chart. Like I was saying to you, your feng shui is thirty-three and a third percent of your life. Mm. If your feng shui is not good, you have to try and and it's like the feng shui is like the energy. It's like if it's raining outside, yeah. well, you respect the fact that it's raining, right? And you pawn a coat or you use an umbrella. <laughs> but people don't realise that the feng shui energy could be absolutely shite. Where is that <laughs> coming from? It's prevailing energy from. It's just the energy of the universe, right? And everybody has, there's 12 animal signs, right? And there's a cycle of 12 years for each animal sign. So the last tiger year we had was 12 years ago. Okay. My little Trixie came to our house 12 years ago, the year of the tiger. He, she died the year of the tiger. 12 years. A cycle, yeah. right? So it's only the last maybe three years that I'm really seeing I see the different animal signs every year that are challenged by each year. Last year was the ox. This is the tiger year. Next year is the rabbit year. So last year was the ox year. So I'm the goat. You are the goat as well. Right? So you would have been challenged a bit last year. So you'll come into a better time, David. It's just that you've been challenged. do Do
0: you get from, say... I'm not saying your results speak for themselves. Mm. You do this for a living. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But what I'm saying, for someone like me that's mm. listening, mm. it sounds like a different language because oh, you're talking <laughs> about yeah. animals and like yeah. your your results speak for themselves. Like, mm. you're at how long?
2: Oh, God. I suppose I'm at since... Um, well, I'm, I'm at... I don't know. I'm at since about 2004, I'd say. And
0: if you someone was to ask, what is your job? What do you help people with? Why is it?
2: Well, it depends now. Just say now I talk to you here now right so i say spirit educate yourselves on everything we need to know about Matt. right now we're not going to go into personal stuff yeah, except
1: Rose in history right
2: we're not going to go into personal stuff right we're going to just ask spirit right is there something we need to do for you okay right yeah. so i say right hi self how long to prep Matt to work it's three to prep you to work okay so you have blocks and interferences right now everybody has that hasn't had srt done mm. Right? Because the soul is, remembers active memories from past lives. It remembers active memories from this life with an emotional charge. Right? You can have openings in your aura. So I'll just check if you opening's yeah, in your aura, right? Yeah. How many openings in your aura? You have 50. How many cracks in the aura? 100.
0: Fucking hell, man. 175.
2: <laughs> it's cracked in
1: shite. 175. 175 cracks in your What's aura. What's a crack?
2: Your aura. Right, so there's an interference in your aura. Your aura is too open, and that's why you're picking up stuff. Mm. You're picking up other people's shit. Shit. Yeah. Right. So then we ask, right? (laughs) And then we have, um, we have, we think we have four bodies: mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical. We have thirty-two bodies. Liz. Going, expanding, expanding, expanding. So we're so much more than just a human. We're spiritual beings inhabiting a human body. Mm. We are not just humans we are very intuitive right but people they suppress that right but it's like me i had to get sick to actually start doing what i do yeah yeah. and i was a healer in a past life Mm -hmm. right so me being a healer in a past life i get recognition and prestige in this life because i didn't get in the past life yes so i get to do this and when i started doing this first i was there you know some people say oh here you're doing the work of the devil you know, because they don't yeah, yeah. understand what you're doing, right. Well,
1: it's terminology that definitely scares people yes, out it of does. these conversations.
2: We,
0: we call Elizabeth and uh, a witch.: the yeah, yeah, white yeah, witch. Yeah. We do say, is she coming in the broom? Yeah.
2: So I'm going to ask now, right. How many openings in the Touch Two Bodies? One? Two? 280. Openings in the Touch Two Bodies? Right? So that can be stuff that really goes through you. So it can be maybe something that's really hurtful emotionally that you remember. It goes right through you. Yeah. It's not just in the emotions. It's goes right through you. How many cracks? Same again. Two. Three. 315. Yeah. So we say to Spirit then, close all openings and seal. And close all cracks and fill with the golden light of Spirit. And you see it's doing it. How do you see it? I feel it. The I pendulum. just I felt something good on me the back pendulum. and everything. Yeah, yeah, you can feel it, yeah. So look, it's doing it now. The pendulum is swinging. They are doing it. I'm not getting involved. I'm neutral.
1: Channel through you. Yeah.
2: Right? Now, I ask, how many openings in the aura? None. How many cracks in the aura? None. How many openings in the two bodies? None. How many cracks in the two bodies? None. How many black holes in the two bodies? None. Um, how many portals and functions is he accessing? 're accessing too many, we need to pull you back, right? So you're accessing portals, right? You're not grounded enough, so we need to ground you. So imagine roots coming out of your feet and grounding you.:
1: I can feel it in my feet?: no.
2: Yeah, I'm telling you now. <laughs> you can actually feel this. That's Man, difficult. I tell
1: you, it was like an egg running down my back yeah. and then I just got like yeah. tingles in my feet.
2: You see, you're not really aware of this because I would do this without you knowing. Yeah. This
0: is where all this freaky stuff like this was.
2: Right. I'm just going to ask you now again, how many portals and functions? So you're allowed actually access some. Okay. Right? <laughs> so that's nice. fine. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Um, Sorry, can I'd... you
1: explain the portals and...
2: A portal is like portals opened and openings kind of to other dimensions. Okay. I'll ask how many councils as well. See, this is the chart, right? Yeah, yeah. This shows me what's going on. with I will
1: put this whole chart on the screen. How many yeah. councils,
2: <laughs> right? You're not accessing councils. But I find if a child is accessing councils. What's a council? It's like they're accessing stuff they shouldn't be accessing. They're too open. Right? Like what? There is so much going on out there that people do not realize. Mm. There is portals opening to other dimensions. And what's there? We can have parallel universes, parallel lives, right? We can have sets of parallel lives, sets of parallel universes. You could be living a parallel life and not even be aware of it. I, I'm
0: with that. Like, yeah. I, I get the parallel universe mm. thing, mm. right? I, I understand we live in a universe that's infinite. And if infinite is infinite, not only is there another me out there, there's probably another me yeah. and you yeah. and Liz having mm. a conversation like this yeah. Yeah. right, right now. now, this sec. <laughs> yeah. But that's infinity. Yeah. But what I'm confused about and what stresses me out right, right is I don't like the idea of fr- no free will. I can't But you do have free will. Mm. And right? I, I, I do get that there's like spiritual I'm I I'm as spiritual as you get. And mm. the older I get, I'm getting more spiritual. Mm, anyway. And I'm not, which you, is the weird part. And <laughs> you can feel stuff, but I, I really don't like the idea of not free will and predestined.
2: But you see, your soul, right, is a very is a very highly developed spiritual being that has been around the block many, many times. Right? Your soul has it's just I know oh now no, suicide. Just suicide, right? People that commit suicide, the chances are they've done it, did it in past lives. Yeah. And when they go back up to Bordeaux or whatever you want to call it back up to spirit they haven't learned their lesson they went before their time
0: is spirit god
2: spirit to me is god yeah spirit is the highest level of yeah so
0: spirit to me is god
2: yeah spirit look people can call god anything they want right
0: you can't get wet from the word water (laughs) true it doesn't matter what you call it
2: yeah but to me god is the highest level of consciousness that you can tap into so where
0: are the angels so you, you believe you see, in I angels. Don't,
2: yeah, I don't tap into any ordinary Joe soap of an angel because I have a chart here, right? And the chart is called chart three, right? And it's the level of consciousness chart, right? This is the bottom of the chart, right? Where the guys run into the Twin Towers, their level of consciousness. Say, whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Do you know, remember who ran into the Twin Towers, the guys in the plane or whoever decided to make that happen? Kay. They are satanic, demonic energy. They are bad, they're evil, right? They have a low level of consciousness. There's where it is on the chart. And down here is even worse. Anything below chart three, right? So up along here, people get a bit better, right? (laughs) Here, that line there is universal consciousness, where we're sitting now. That's where we are, right? Then you travel up along, right? Then you start here in the next page, and you go up, and anyone in this box, are good people. Right? So what we do then, right, is it might tell me, where do I have to clear for you? All right? So I have to clear at ninth Eden for you. So you are, do you ever hear of 7th Heaven? Yeah, yeah. You are ninth Heaven.
1: Fucking dog. You, <laughs> you have a great,
2: you have a high level of consciousness. Yeah. Right? So I ask Spirit then and the Purification Committee to clear whatever needs to be cleared on this chart to bring you up to the Godhead energy.
1: I'm straight away getting me back.
2: I'm telling you, he's <laughs> Wait, very. Again. You are extremely tuned in. You are extremely tuned. He is very, very intuitive, right? But you're so intuitive to a, p- a point where you need to mind yourself. Yeah, that's right? why you're
0: here, fellow.
1: Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. All right.
2: Okay. I, I would
1: imagine. That, like, yeah. It, it was actually. Yeah, it was something similar. Yeah, when I was twelve, when it happened, yeah. um, somebody had died, and well, they told me that's why. I don't know, but. You
2: see. There's two active memories there with emotional charge. Okay. Two.
1: Two grandparents. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, i last ask now, is there soul family there as well, right? So, clear that. So, so, do you hear me telling spirit to clear it? I don't have to do it. Mm.
0: I want to know who the spirit is.
1: <laughs> yeah, sorry, I <I'm> might
2: <laughs> okay, hijacking your okay, podcast. Right. No, you're, okay. you're not.
0: I just, I, I'm yeah, s- I right. want to understand.
2: Okay, there will be, there will be souls on this chart. You're the guinea pig for this <laughs> yeah, At, at yeah, yeah. lower <laughs> levels of consciousness. So, there's souls... That are down here are demonic, satanic. So bad. Do, do
0: you believe in the devil?
2: I believe in, in the consciousness of evil. I don't know if I actually believe there is a devil.
0: So you don't believe in heaven and hell?
2: I, I believe in there's different consciousness. I think hell can be where you're sent back to have a hard time a really uh, hard now, time
1: i w- I, sorry you know i did want to ask this question earlier right because it, it was that person i was talking about described to me uh teaching or reading or whatever you want to call it so when we talked about the past lives a, a mm. thing right the, i'm probably going to get a little bit of this wrong but they had said to me that there is that the people follow us i don't know if it's a religion or whatever but the way it works is that there's 12 tiers or 11 tiers right and so say on tier one is like say starving children in africa right it's actually evil people that have been reincarnated to those to those children in africa because they're going through the worst shit that they possibly can yeah. because they're so evil and then i don't know about you that. have to get up to tier 12 to just get through or the 11 or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever the number was i don't yeah. know do you know that practice or um
2: i, I, I so I if think we have a bad
0: life now we've been punished
2: um, so we're
1: probably on, from what I get, gather, we're probably in around seven or eight maybe at the moment. Like there's just nothing terrible going on in our lives. We're not being broken, yeah. going through like the worst things you can possibly Life can change through. in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: It can, yeah. Like I've had little children have the bell rang. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like that we're, we're going, we're gone, right? And because we intervened, educated the soul... Maybe gave him a new spiritual committee. Along with medical. Oh yeah, along with the medical stuff. And ask spirit to educate the doctors to do the best they can for them. So you're doing a lot of work, right? You're actually asking that the doctors are, that there's a download for the doctors to do the best thing for the child, right? But the most important thing is to educate the soul, to support the positive plans and concepts. So people come to me and they say, oh, um, I wake every morning uh, between three and five. Right? I cannot sleep between three and five. That's lung time. This one. Lung. L-U-N-G. Lung time. Grief. Right? Now it's different for you because you get up. You're probably up at lung time and intestine time is um, five, um, three to five. Right? But intestine time is three to five. And liver time is two to one to three, I think. Right? So if you wake at liver time, you're trying to process what's going on in your life. You're, there's anger, there's resentment, you know. Like every every um, organ in your body represents feelings and emotions. So if someone's constantly getting a kidney infection, they're worrying. The bladder is pissed off.
0: Well, me and Shane often have podcasts, and it, like the mind, mm. you know, if you're stressed out and if you have high cortisol levels, and if you're like mm. emotionally drained. Mm. You're not going to get better. Yeah. And I've talked to a couple of doctors where you, unless they can get people's hopes up and yeah. unless they have yeah. people emotionally yeah. like ready for a fight, yeah. they won't win that
1: fight. The brain is one of or even a placebo. Yeah. Even yeah. A placebo. Yeah. That's yeah. what we talked with Shane the last yeah. time yeah. was mm. placebo. So. Yeah.
2: And that's what I'm saying. Like you can, you can convince yourself or get someone to convince you. So my job, when someone comes to me and I have now some very sad cases, And just some ordinary cases. Do you know what I mean? Not everybody is, you know, but the first thing I do. So I ask then, right, how many souls are on your spiritual committee? Right. So you're meant to have two spiritual committee members. Right. So you went for Reiki because your spiritual committee downloaded into your right brain, your intuitive brain, to go have this done. And then you could think about it for six months and then you'll decide to do it. Mm. Right. That's them getting through to you.
1: And I didn't want to do it. That'll That'll tell you. uh,
2: So you get, it happens because you're meant to go on that journey, right? So I ask then, how many souls on your spiritual committee? Two, it's correct. Right? How many guardian angels? One. Your spiritual committee is correct. Right? Now I'll ask, what percentage is your spiritual committee supporting the positive plans and concepts in your life? 75%. Mm. So there's 25% that they're not supporting. Yeah. Right? So you have a lot of good things going on. Mm -hmm. But there's something that you want that you're not getting. Right? That your spiritual committee need to be educated. Now you have a good committee. Yeah. Right? But what we do then is we say, hi self. So think to yourself what you want. And I ask spirit, what do you need? Make a wish. Yeah, because the
1: thing is, yeah, I don't know.
2: Yeah, but then I ask, what do you need? Yeah. Right? So I say then, hi self. Go to the Godhead. So it's like you have to acknowledge your spiritual committee. So right. he
0: has to be spiritual to get the Not better this.
2: No, I can do it. Yeah, yeah see, he, I don't even need permission to do SRT on anyone. I need it from their spiritual committee and their soul. Yeah. So, so
0: I, we all walk around haunted.
2: <laughs> oh, your soul is who you are. You you are the essence yeah, of but David if, Cuddy. If, I'm,
0: if my soul is who I am, yeah. and you're telling me there's no free will, and my soul has been somewhere there's else before. There is free
2: will. Like, you wouldn't have SRT done if... Um, Remember when you were sick there. Remember I came over too. You rang me and you weren't mm. well, right? And I came over. Well, I didn't do it against your will. I came over. Mm. Right? You asked me to come over, right? So on some level, David believes it.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Right? I do because it works. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, it, but yeah. I get yeah. confused. Yeah, you don't understand why And I do wonder so is, are, are, do you you just have a, a, a power and maybe nobody really understands it?
2: I hardly understand it myself. Mm. So right? that,
0: that's what I'm confused about. Yeah. And I want to figure out. It's like when you say knowing people are evil and people are Mm. i I believe in my head i think everyone's evil and everyone's good we have the power to be both it all depends in the situation we're in
2: there is but the thing is we have been so many different things we could have been around for two thousand lives right and for maybe a thousand of those we were really bad right but we're back here now to learn a lesson and to do whatever it is we're to do in our life do you meditate um, I meditate differently than other people do. I don't believe in blanking out everything. I don't believe that meditation is think of nothing. Yeah, you yeah. cannot think it's of impossible nothing. Though. You acknowledge what you're thinking and you let it go. Then you let the last, next thought in. Mm. Let it go.
0: Do you believe in ghosts?
2: Oh, fucking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like is Jesus, it, you is, know that. Is that
0: the same thing? So, are you, are you saying that when you say ghosts... When, when you say spirits hmm. and we're walking around with these guardian angels and hmm. right. So I want you to explain to me, are you not walking around terrified all the time no. or totally OK?
2: I'm totally OK because I have a good spiritual committee, a very good spiritual committee that know this. I don't. I can just say, do an Alpha 2 mega on you and they will do all of them charts on you. Right. I don't have to do it. I'm not doing it. I am telling my committee to go do it.
0: So have you always had this? You just didn't know. I always had it. So, can you remember, when, what was the most scared you ever were?
2: Um, before I actually started SRT, and when I was doing the Reiki, when I go to bed at night, I always felt that there was three beans.
1: Yeah that beans. fucking...
2: Yeah, ah. watching me, or kind of close to me. I knew they weren't bad.
1: What did it look like?
2: I didn't see them. I, I felt them. I felt that there was three. And I remember I told you back years ago, I thought I saw three people, three women coming out of the wardrobe. Yeah. Back when I was in the bedroom at home, I was only 16 or 17 in the new house. Right. <laughs> Things like that happened to me. Right. But I remember going to a body talk course and I asked the girl, Janica Lippo, why am I feeling this? And she said, it's your spiritual committee. You need to acknowledge them and you need to tell them to back off a bit, that you're not totally aware of their presence. That you're aware of their presence but they're not in on top of you. Right? So, then SRT came along and when this, when I started this course, Nightmares? It, no, it blew me away. This is before, like, I don't think I was doing SRT when I had them nightmares. I fucking hope not. Nah. I wasn't. But you see, I was picking see, up stuff. I'm going
1: completely uncomfortable now. Like, n- like not uncomfortable to talk or anything like that but like my body you know feels uncomfortable yeah
2: well then because we need to do this <laughs> all right my whole so back just went no, cold and everything yeah, we like. need to educate your spiritual committee to support positive plans and concepts in your life now. we're having
0: an intervention here <laughs> for and to have
2: a minute and to have a download that you know that things go well for you yeah right
1: no i i mean sorry i i got i started to feel like really uncomfortable and cold when you spoke about the tree coming out of wardrobe yeah yeah, yeah.
2: well you know like lots of things like that happened to me mm. but it was a learning curve for me yeah. right so you acknowledge your spiritual committee and you ask them to work with you right so you can say to your committee um lads what's it gonna what's it gonna take yeah right for whatever to happen what's it gonna take Right. So you you have things going on. Right. Mm. Say to the universe, what's it going to take to get this sorted? Right. And when you put it out there, you're actually making it happen. You know, so we have to get the spiritual committee on board. We have to have a soul. So you make a you say like me with the SRT. Right. The SRT stopped all of that stuff from happening to me. Right. And there's power numbers, you can say nine by nine, three by one. Triple and fire shield of protection.
0: I'm fucked now because I'm shy, Max. <laughs> no, I'm telling
2: you. Look, when you go, just say, um, yeah, you feel irritated, and you you say you go out for a night, yeah. And two days later, you're irritated. Yeah. Well, you could be irritated because you picked up on other people's stuff, right? So I don't really make a I don't make a habit of going to pubs and things because yeah. I don't drink, right? So I don't really associate with that energy. Mm. They don't call it spirits for nothing. Yeah. Drink yeah <laughs> right there is a certain level of consciousness attached to it right of what it can make you do yeah. and you know drugs and all that and if people are too open mm. stuff will come in on top of them like
1: yeah because when you had said about um the black car and the bubble wrap in the box mm. earlier on mm. so the person i'm talking about that is deep in it that i would know we were out for a pint one night and this is like before they really got into it and not, it's not even that they're that into it now but we were sitting there and there was two men talking behind us. And my, <laughs> said to me, my started laughing. And I was, I was like, fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just realized he said it. Um, but he started laughing anyway. And I was like, what are you laughing at? And he was just like, I have something to say to that fellow behind me and I can't say it. And I turned around and goes, what the fuck are you talking about? Because like, we hadn't discussed this at all at this stage. And he turned around and goes, One sec. And he just turned around and goes, sorry, this is going to sound like the weirdest fucking thing you've ever heard. What happened with the candle on the weekend? And your man, I thought, was going to punch him, right? And I, he was sitting there. And we didn't know these people. And um, he turned around and goes, how did you know about that? And it uh, was like, I don't know. Like, just something came into my head. And he said, this has been happening for ages. Like, like we just have a natural thought of something. Hmm. And your man turned around and goes, I was in Cork with my partner now, and we were in the church, and it turned out his son had died years ago, and they were la- trying to light a candle for the son, and the candle wouldn't fucking light. But they said no matter what they did, the candle would not light, right? So, I know he didn't think anything spiritual or anything mm. like that, he just said fucking cheap candles and walked off. And he said for some reason, when he was about to walk away, or walk out the door, say, or whatever, that's the way I'm imagining it, Don't he just turned, up. I swear to God, he turned around and it was like... And got this true to turn around and say to him, right? Now, this is the part that I know you're going to have a lot of trouble with, David, right? <laughs> turn around to your man and goes, I just need to say it to you, Wednesday, you're traveling. And Jermaine said, yeah. And now he was getting really annoyed, but also curious at the mm. time. And he goes, and goes, yeah, don't do it. He said, I don't know why you're not to do it. I haven't a clue. But all I'm telling you is this thing is telling me and I want to go back to my pint and fucking just don't do whatever you're supposed to do on Wednesday. Your man was leaving the pub about an hour later, two hours later. Asked for the, the number when he was leaving. Said, fair enough. So he went on then anyway. He was supposed to start a new job Wednesday and it was over in Tullamore. And there was a massive crash on the way and he didn't go that morning. And
0: Ever had moments like that before?
1: At that time, no. So that's going back about, I'd say four years, five years maybe, and that's what led him to. um His sisters used to go see somebody in Tullamore, like you said, you went to mm-hmm. see, and the woman that I went to see—that's who it was. And one night, uh, uh, husband couldn't take her, and the ring were like, "Will you bring us?" And when they were coming out, your one turned around to John and was like, "Send, in, will you?" And, like, <laughs> was like, what the fuck she wanted to talk to me for, like, or whatever. And he went in and he started talking to her. And he came back and he told me that night. And he would have been the most skeptical person in life. Same as myself. I don't believe in anything. I don't believe in religion. Mm. I don't believe in anything like that.
0: How can you not really believe in religion when you've just had them experience? No, it doesn't yeah. make any sense. Well, I
1: think I probably don't believe in the type of religion that you're taught, in you know, that kind mm-hmm. of way. Um, but so that's how he ended up getting into it, which one him then and was like, look, I seriously feel that you have something here or whatever. Can you come to one of the courses? So he done that. That's how I knew what you were describing about the liver and things mm-hmm. like that. He, he started seeing colors, all that kind of thing. And um, then he started to train at it slightly and he started becoming really, really, like it, it got ridiculously out of hand on the shit he was able to tell me, stuff like that. And he's, he did say it's quite hard when you know people very personally. Um but yeah, so that, that was that was how he ended up doing that. Like, And he never went into training. I'd say he probably would have gotten to a stage of charts and stuff like that. But I think it bothered him more because he would have been known as a person that, like, hard man and stuff like mm. that. And everybody would be like, what the fuck is this guy going on about kind of a thing, you know. So that scared him out of it more so. Still does reading sometimes for us or people that contact him or stuff like that. But he's unbelievable, lad. Jeez. <laughs> And that's the only reason I ended up kind of knowing and being like, okay, this isn't bullshit, because I would know my very closely. Mm. And anybody who would know me very closely that listens to this pod would know I would also have been the really skeptical person that was like, no, nah, fuck this. Yeah.
2: Now, I've gone through so many things over the years that there is no doubt in my mind that there is. And you know what? You know, like, I know people say, oh, there's evil souls out there and there's bad spirits, but. If a spirit is making a noise or trying to get um, your attention, Portuguese energy or whatever, they're just trying to get you to send them on. Yeah. Have you ever they're, they're had
0: to clear a haunted house?
2: Yeah. yeah. And what Should was I do like? Holy Spirit washdowns all the time. And what, any what was the worst one? On? Just oh give God. us a rundown. Someone rings you. A, yeah, there was a house now. I won't even say where it is, just in case they hear it, right? Yeah. But um, there was a house, right? And oh my God, there was a portal in it, and one kid died because of it. Jeez. Fuck were off! Twins, yeah. One kid died.
0: How? Um,
2: well, one one child, um, you know, lung problems, and actually, did oh, they did so many things to try and save this child, but couldn't. Right? But there, there was a a, a coldness in one of the rooms in the house. So one part of the house was lovely, and the other part was an old house, mm. and one part was really nice. Right? So, um. So a girl, right, um, some person anyhow, couldn't get the better of the house, right? And it was two people after coming in, two men after coming in as well to try and clear the house. And when they left the house, right, um, there was this really bad smell in the car, right? In so the car? In the car on the way home. The people that went That to went house. to try and clear the house.
0: And did they ring you? After. The guys so that went to clear. Anyway. When
2: they couldn't do it. I was was found out about. I don't know how they found out about (laughs) me. But I ended up clearing the house. But one man was being attacked by some kind of an entity. And you see there's a difference in spirits and entities. What's the difference? An ordinary spirit is just a soul that's not um, rested. So how do you know? What does a spirit do? You know by the difference. It's just like someone dying. And say someone dies in a crash. And it happens very quickly. Well, j- the soul, it takes t- 90 hours for the soul to leave. And if the soul can't get its head around it, I suppose, they end up earthbound. Mm. They can't move on. So people might experience, you know, their, their energy or whatever, but not bad. But they just know they're not resting.
0: So they're just rocking around confused. So they're just
2: rocking around confused. Yeah. They don't even know they're dead.
1: Was the smell in the car sulfur? The smell sense? in the
2: car, I don't know. Yeah. But they had to or open to the, the doors. Or smell like sulfur, sorry. Yeah, they had to open the doors. And when they got back then, one guy was attacked.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean?
2: Literally he was been thrown against the wall and things like that. Now this was I suppose one of the most frightening things I ever had to do.
0: Did you see it?
2: Well um, he came to me. What did he say? He was been he was been literally like as if he was been stabbed.
0: Thanks a lot for getting my sister into that <laughs> by the yeah, like, no, yeah, yeah.
2: But the yeah. thing <laughs> is like the reason he was sent to me for a reason right and the man that taught me SRT had passed at the time right and I remember when the man when I opened the door to the man it was like I could see Peter Davis the man that taught me SRT Mm. right so he came in I did the work now it was hairy enough right (laughs) it was hard right and he went right he came back about two months later I didn't even recognize him he didn't look one bit like Peter so it was like Peter was there with me yeah helping me to clear him he was seriously bad but there was a portal in the house, and there was entities coming in through the portal. The house was cold, dreary, where the portal was, right? So that ha- you closed the portal. So what's
0: the difference in an entity? And an entity a
2: is not a good soul. It just, It's not really a soul. It's not really a human. It's an alien. It could be yeah. It could be coming from another dimension yeah. They're just not nice entities are
1: where they want so to i don't
2: always. want to frighten people no yeah. they're coming from another dimension okay. they don't have feelings per se they're not you know they're not emotional or anything like and that what do they want they just come through if there's an opening they'll come through you know i've had it with loads of people i've had a little a child one time breaking people's arms and things like that and they couldn't get even a psychotherapist couldn't get to the bottom of it and the psychotherapist just um, texted me date of birth of the child, and it was a discarnate in possession, mm. a possessed, literally possessed. So I have a chart here, right?
0: And you didn't even have to meet them.
2: Nope, no. Nope. So look, you have um, discarnates in the aura. A discarnate is a soul that has passed that hasn't moved on. Okay. So it's not incarnated yeah. anymore; it's discarnated. So you have discarnates in the aura, discarnates in possession. Right, and you have extra souls, multiple souls. So, like schizophrenia, yeah, is multiple souls. Really, it's do you, do you believe that? Yeah? I do because I've often dealt with it. Yeah, yeah. so they, they're two or three different people. You see but, it on television. I have a family right? member who's schizophrenic. Well, that's yeah. what's going on. There's extra souls in that person's body. They're not themselves. They don't know who they are. The host is it. There's there's company with the host. Yeah, the host is who you are. The soul that's in your body that originally came in
1: because yeah because the only reason i i I was kind of shocked to hear you say that was because like um say her form of schizophrenia she she puts it to characters she would have seen on tv as a child she uses their names. she uses um alter
2: egos yeah essentially Yeah. yeah
1: yeah um nothing negative well there, yeah. there is there's people that neither in her life say that are now constantly there like, like she, will, she will turn around and like she could start having an argument with herself and we'd yeah. really be sitting there kind of going yeah alright there or whatever and she'd be like no she's fucking at me again like, and she's really? having a full on war with this person in her head like yeah.
0: is that scary if it's not scary
1: for us it's, it's I, I actually said to somebody there recently it has to be terrifying for her to mm. believe that this is really happening this is the situation she's in in her head
2: but that can be cleared I'm telling you, that can be cleared.
1: Well, no, she's mentally disabled yeah, as well.
2: well. Yeah, but that would help to have, you know, the extra souls cleared from the body.
1: Mm. No, she's a very old woman at this stage, so yeah, I'd say that, if you even said it to old her, would probably one. shit her right up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: But, like, people don't realise that a lot of people, particularly years ago, they are in mental institutions. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, massively, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but you can. You can take on people's anger. You can take on their hurt. You can take on their grief, mm. you know, if you're empathic.
0: Yeah. So, what's the most common thing that you're having coming to you? Like, what's the most common ailment? What are you fixing the
2: most? Um, relationships would be a big thing. You know, um, I oh, you know, you see, people think they should have everything. They should have like the great relationship, the money, you know, the perfect family. Nothing oh, is perfect. You yeah. can have that? Like? No, yeah, but <laughs> you see, people think... I always find that the people that have, say, a lot of money mm. and take it for granted, their relationships can be yeah. very difficult. Mm. You know, or it can be then their relationships are great and they're lacking money. Yeah. You know, so, like, it, it's having a balance. That's why I was saying to you with the Feng Shui, right? So 33 and a third percent of your life is your Feng Shui, Right? And thirty-three and a third percent of your of your life again is the decisions you make, mm-hmm. and the other thirty-three and a third percent is your spiritual yeah. beliefs. You know, and that together is a hundred percent. So you're not going to get everything perfect, but if you believe that you are a spiritual being and you can tap into the Godhead,
1: yeah.
2: right, and you can say, "Hi, self, what's it going to take to do whatever? Please clear the blocks, whatever blocks are cle- are are." blocking me from moving on or blocking me from feeling well. And you know, like and it's clear the emotions, like you can clear hate, hate of God, hate of life, hate of self. And that some people now you had no self punishment programme, but sometimes you might get, um, I might say how long to prep to work and it might not let me in. Sorry, I know what? Sorry. How long to prep someone to no, work?
1: No, no, sorry, I have no what did you say? What did I say? No self punishment. Yeah, self
2: punishment right. programme. So just say you want to clear and done. Right, mm. And I say, can I work on David? And it says no. And you won't? Well, I can. Who's but I telling ha- you no? Know? The pendulum.
0: My, my guys? Yes, your guides, Your soul. <laughs> your counsellors. You
2: could have a self-punishment program. So if you clear the self-punishment program, you give a spiritual kick for the soul. I think a punishment shall every
0: time. you. Yeah, yeah, open yeah. yeah. That's so yeah.
1: like, What is a self-punishment to break,
2: Yeah, but it's self-punishment. You're hard on yourself. Okay, right. Right? Josh. And you have to break those. Yeah, I'm really not. <laughs> no, you have to break <laughs> yeah. those repeating patterns yeah. for the soul. For because it's doing it all along. For anyone listening
0: eyes. that probably <laughs> thinks this is fucking <laughs> mental stuff, right? I'm just going to give a bit of a backstory, right? So I spent my whole life... Just worked in the wood, didn't I? He did. Just worked in the wood, mm. and I used to live in Elizabeths. And everyone that's listening to this probably knows me from my social media, but I never did social media. This all happened <laughs> like like that by accident. Mm. And this was maybe ten, fifteen years before I
2: a long time ago, uh, mm. ten or fifteen years. Mm.
0: And Elizabeth was telling me this would this would all happen.
2: Go ahead. Yep. I knew, and and like I never,
0: yeah. and I was there. Uh, Elizabeth again,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Elizabeth is, out of the game. but David is. Elizabeth's to me, up to her old tricks yeah, again. Yeah, but David is to me special. Ah, yeah. oh. but you are, you are. He has yeah. a big energy. He's a yeah, big personality, and you have to be true to yourself and to who you are. And I'm
0: very emotional. Yeah, yeah.
2: No, but he is, you know. But you're like me. You are mm. like me mm. to a degree.
0: Elizabeth rang me. Was it, we, because we're all so busy, we don't actually mm. talk to each other a lot. I'd yeah, say yeah. when Dad was mm. dying was the most time we were mm. together. But um, Elizabeth rang me last, was it three or four weeks ago? And goes, you're having a horror, you're, you're, <laughs> your life's a mess. <laughs> and she's looking at a chart. Yeah. And, I'm four
2: there, lines.
0: and I'm there, fucking is. Yeah, yeah. It's an absolute yeah. mess at this time.
2: Yeah. Oh, I can know. You know, if I went into your chart now, now I'm not an expert at Feng Shui. Mm. There's a chart you can go into right and it's called the joey yap okay bazzy calculator Jesus right fuck. and all you do right all you do is go into the chart put in your date of birth right and it will bring up you put in that you're you know a male or a female your date of birth and if you have your hour of birth so it'll give you your four animal signs okay so you have you have monkey goat and i think rabbit Right, so I don't have your hour of birth. I
0: prefer if you said wabbit, (laughs) yeah, wabbit. Right,
2: so I know then that that's your your chart, right? So I know that this year David is been challenged, yeah, but you're challenged for a reason, right? It's to move on. Tell me what the reason, right? It's to move you on, right? So if you look at that, then if you go down a little bit further, it'll tell you on the thing, right, funeral door, it'll tell you, um, peeling head, it'll tell you, um. Put back poking, things what, like what that. Does, what do they mean? Well, back poking is someone annoying you, right? So there's so much you can learn from that chart. I don't have to do the courses to know, right? But because I'm so intuitive, right, I automatically know that someone has been challenged. So I'd be worried. You know, I'd know, I'd say, right, this is the month of, say, the horse, yeah. right? The horse and the rat don't like each other, right? So I'd be worried about one of my family members if they have that going on in their chart. Right Because I newly know Who's what mm. Right Gregory has a snake In his chart
0: Snake <laughs> Gregory yeah He's born the
2: month Of the snake So is Mark I think Right So the snake And the tiger Don't like each other This year So they'd be the ones I'd be kind of watching mm. And I'd be saying Right I hope everything's okay And then I'd know That there's a bad day coming I'd feel the energy i know yeah. Sorry, I would so know could, could you
1: tell me What my animals are I
2: would be able to tell you yeah. But I'd have to What month are you born February oh, February Tiger <laughs> what day in February third no you're not the tiger um, what's before the tiger I think it's the rat yeah no I, it's I, the ox, I, if we're it? going
1: by Chinese zodiac I think it was rat when I remember rat, looking yeah. for the rat yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah he's a rat and got the a rat. rat can
2: adapt to yeah. any situation yeah so people go oh I don't want to be the rat but it's actually good no, yeah, it I'll talk to be my way out of anything horse, <laughs> yeah but horse and rat are a clash you see okay right like even when George Michaels died he died the year of the monkey and when I looked up his chart, I was going, oh my God, you couldn't make this up. <laughs> I'm telling you, you can see... And he had a song it. about that. Yeah. You can actually see things. You can see things coming down the line. So I'm beginning to see a pattern.
1: Yeah.
2: Because I'm I'm not great at S or at um, feng shui, but I know enough to know that when someone rings me and I take down their date of birth, I go into that little chart yeah. and I see, right, there's no point in me telling you you're going to have a great year. Your feng shui is not good, mm. but you can be more aware right do you know what i mean you can be more aware that the energy isn't suiting you yeah but then you can do other things like we can clear the programs you know we can educate your committee we can educate your soul we can get your soul promoting better for you
1: i will i will set up to visit with you, you should, yeah. yeah no because it's yeah. been a few years since i had it done um yeah. sorry i have just letting you know we're at one number 22 minutes there now at the moment. Well, um,
0: okay. if you were to give people advice to mind themselves spiritually
2: Yeah, I would, well, what I would say to people is, right, just, you know, it's important to be careful of who you associate with and the places you associate with, you know. Um, Now, graveyards, I know we go to see daddy, you know, to go to the grave and all that, but graveyards have a lot of yin energy.
0: Can you go to the graveyard too much?
2: Yes. Uh Uh-oh. You can, yeah, you can go to the graveyard too much, right? What's too much? Um, you see, like, there's sadness in the graveyard, right? And there's sadness in the church as well. Yin. I find. When I go to a graveyard, I'm very aware of unsettled souls.
0: But the, is that just because you're really yeah, tuned to I'm it? because I'm
2: tuned in. I remember the first time I did SRT, the first year I did SRT, I went to the, the graveyard mass in Ratowney. Oh, my God. I felt like there was an army coming in and top of me. An army of energy. Right. I remember one day standing in that, you know, that cake shop outside Rosquay, the filling station. Mm. I remember standing beside a lorry driver there and I could feel like a bee. Right. He had a, a, you know, them vest tops on him and he had loads of tattoos on his back and everywhere. And I could hear this. Bzzz, and I was going like this because I thought there was a bee around me, but it was actually his energy that I was picking up on. Right. So I have to be mindful. I'm OK. I know I'm not going to be it's not going to get at me because my aura is strong.
0: But all it can't all be bad, you know. When you go into a, a church, when you go on holidays, and you go to Barcelona, you go into mm. the big churches, and mm. you you feel that sense of essence, awe. Or, mm. You know, you you feel calm, or you can feel the power of it. Oh yeah. Or sometimes when you go into the church, yeah. maybe it's all the sad and happy times that happen in there, and it's kind of calming.
2: But it's history too, you know. But yeah. you see, there's certain animal signs, right? Now, Emma, my Emma is so intuitive she is so intuitive and she has the rooster in her chart so anyone that has the rooster in their chart are very susceptible this year to picking up
0: that's a cock to me all day too long too
2: <laughs> much too much yin energy you know
0: I'm gonna ask you I there's fucking I could go through seven hours talking. Yeah, about. We,
1: you definitely have to like have a monthly on this or something. Because
0: uh, I'm fucking more confused now. Because I'm a very confused guy. Yeah.
2: But you shouldn't be, David. Because, because I, so, I, I just... You see, he looks too much into things.
0: Mm. No, it's not that. I look into things and the more I try With and... A fine tooth comb. Yeah, but yeah. the more I look into things and the more I look into things scientifically, the more confused I'm fucking getting. Yeah,
2: but you see, there's a big difference in science. No, I'm spiritual. Yeah, I
0: know, and I I feel I do feel these things. Yeah. Like it's not that I don't feel them.
1: You see, the thing that's going to be difficult for the audience, I feel, is that so. I've had stuff happen to me that makes me way more susceptible to this. Mm. You obviously know it's your sister. You're, you know what she mm. can do. You're more susceptible to it. Somebody that's never had and is going to sit here and listen and go, ah, fuck, what are these guys talking about? And it's that terminology, again, that yeah. scares people when somebody yeah. mentions spirits, gods, whatever, mm. and they're just like, ah, oh, these people are fucking mental. Like.
2: <laughs> do you believe in God? I do. Do you yeah. believe in baby Jesus? I do. Baby Jesus was a great, um, what would you call him? Master, yeah. If you, if I find it hard to clear something, I'll ask to have it done in Jesus' name. And that will get it done.
0: The only thing that calms me now is going outside at night in a clear night and look at the stars.
2: Yeah. Infinite.
0: Cause I'm fucking. Infinity. I'm like really a fucking mess at this time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, I'm going to ask you a few questions. Oh, Don't around. be shy. They're quick. <laughs> What's your first vivid childhood memory?
2: My first vivid childhood memory. You're
0: you've been born, David.
2: <laughs> You're such a beautiful day. Well, yeah, David. you were a big deal. <laughs> you were always yeah, a big yeah, deal, David. Um. I suppose, oh yeah, do you know what happened when I was a young girl now, very young? We had pigs at home, right? And I had, what I bonum. It was my bonum, right? But it died, right? And they buried it under a tree. I was only a tiny little thing. And of course, me being the aegid thought that I could go up and and get it. So I went to dig it up. And there was not any worms there.
0: And you can remember that?
2: I remember that so vividly. It was a horrible experience. You know, but I remember like, um, seeing stuff at home as well in the old house. Ghosts? Yeah. Um, yeah. Seeing a priest walking out. Remember, um, the backyard, looking out the, you were never there, you see, you never lived there, but it actually walked out over the old farmyard, dunghill and out into the graveyard. Yeah. We
0: lived in an old,
1: an an old old bungalow. Yeah. But you've been seeing this stuff since you were a child.
2: I was seeing stuff all the time. That's why I knew I was different, but it took me so long. Mm to actually find what I was meant to do in my life. You know? But I I just feel... Were you terrified
1: as a child when you see...
2: Well, things like that did torment me. Yeah, yeah. You know, they did torment me. But I suppose, like, you think it's normal if you see it a lot.
0: Unprofessional David again. (laughs) (laughs) And look, it's it's Alan Clark, (laughs) (laughs) Right? The guy that's supposed to be teaching me how to do podcasts. There he is fucking ringing me. And he's going to say, you should have had it on silent, David. (laughs) Is home for you a place for a feeling?
2: A place or a feeling. Yeah. I'd say it's a feeling more than a place.
0: Who is your home?
2: James. My my home would be with James and my two girls.
0: Would you now. like yourself if you met yourself?
2: I think I would now. I probably wouldn't have years ago. Why? I don't know. I probably, it probably took me too long to find out who I was, who I really was. Who are you? Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> you're putting me in the spot now. I just feel that I'm an enlightener. I show people the way. I used to think I was just, you know, doing clearings and things like that. But what, there's so many things come up on the chart that it empowers other people yeah. to do it for themselves. There's a purpose behind yeah, it. Yeah, you though, don't right? have to keep going back for Reiki. Mm-hmm. You just have the clearing done. It, th- this, the charts tell you, not even so much, they tell you what's been cleared. In order to empower you and to know you're a spiritual being inhabiting a human body. You have a spiritual committee. You're never on your own.
0: That give you a lot of peace.
2: Well, yeah, because I know now that it took me a long time. Like I remember going to the pool with Martina in Leash and telling her the experiences I had. And I knew no one would understand only her yeah. because she knew as I was going through it, what I was going through. But you couldn't say it to anybody else because think you're mad, you know? So it's only when I started doing that kind of thing, then I, I felt not that I was being frowned upon.
0: You stop caring what people think.
2: I stopped caring now. I've stopped caring for the last maybe five years only, though. I don't care now what people think. I know what I do and I know what I do helps people.
0: Who brings you the most happiness in your life?
2: I have to say James and Tanya and Emma.
0: Do you think things happen for a reason or do we find reasons after things happen? This is an important one. Yeah, yeah. Think oh, about it.
2: I think things happen for a reason. I think everything happens for a reason. I think everything is a learning, an, an opportunity for learning. And I think that if you go through trauma, it's to make you strong, not to bring you down. So if anything happens in your life that upsets you, what did I learn from it? Right? It's not um, how much you brought me down. Do you understand that? Yeah. It makes you stronger. So the challenges you're going through will teach you something. What have I to learn from this?
0: What's something that you're holding on to that you need to let go of?
2: What's something that I'm holding on to that I need to let go of? God, I don't know. Um, I suppose memories. <laughs> of? I suppose, like, daddy, things like that. You know, like... How would you explain it? There's so much has happened in the last year that has changed so much in our lives.
0: Because, because you bel- you have all that behind you. And the you. Belief, yeah. And the spirits, and did yeah. that make it easier when that was dying? Our- when
2: daddy was passing, it did make it easier. And when he was kind of on the way, I knew the soul was going. I went into the room and I spoke to him in his ear. And I explained to him, you know that, how much I loved him and how much we all loved him. And, you know, they were all together and things like that. And telling him that his soul never dies. Like the soul just, it's like a butterfly, it transforms. It just goes to another dimension. It's like there's a, a veil between us. And I know daddy is there with Mammy. I dream about him. I dream about photographs of us as a family. And I see daddy walking in the background. I dreamt about him walking from the, the stairs door. Right across by Mammy into her bedroom. You, you know? dreamed about it. I'm dreaming about it, yeah. And the night, the night after he was buried, myself and James got into bed and I had this geometry candle. That's another story anyway, but it's a, <laughs> a sacred symbol in a candle, right? And I light it every night. And we got into bed and next thing, bang, right? There was this bang, right? And I said to James, what's that? And he said, I don't know. But we never even looked. And James got up during the night to go to the toilet and here was the symbol just out of it now you'd have to push it hard it was out on the floor and the candle was still lighting right and James go that's weird right and I said yeah because we've that candle lit for the last 10 years in the room right so that was okay James put the candle thing back in he pushed it back in now it's kind of a waxy thing and you push in this metal thing right and the next morning right myself and James got up went up to the kitchen had our, our breakfast next time we could hear another bang and here was the thing out again down on the thing and I said, "Daddy, you're messing with my head." I knew he was messing with my head. He was letting me know. I know it was Daddy. You know? So I dream about him, and I just wish that Mammy could see things the way I see things. Do you know what I mean? Like that he's there in spirit, and I know it's terrible the loneliness of not having the actual body there. Mm. But I know Daddy's only he's there. His soul is energy. It's just, it's energy, it's essence. I
0: fucking change this subject quick or I'm going to yeah, fucking be a mess. <laughs> I've
1: been looking at you there for the last minute. Oh, right.
0: God he do not
2: believe a word I say.
0: What? No, I no, do. Right. He's
1: believing it too much, that's the I problem. I do,
0: I do, I do. It's just, I, 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 I'm so, you get so confused. I know. No.
2: Yeah, but look, it took me a long time. You know, I'm telling ye in an hour what has happened to me in the last 20 years of my life, right? It's very hard to condense all of that into an hour's talking. So I'm trying to kind of cover everything you're asking me or whatever, like, you know. But at the end of the day, I was catapulted into the spiritual world. What, you know do, what, what do you
0: think happens when you die? So if you pass in the morning, where are you going?
2: Um, well, I think you are going into the light. There is there is definitely um, a spiritual essence there, another it's like a parallel world, I suppose.
0: What happens if it's God? But He's there with his beard, sitting on his throne, Mary one side, Jesus the other.
2: I'd a- be saying great. <laughs> I'd like to think that, you know. What would you say to him? I'd say, send me back. <laughs> send me back, I have more to do.
1: Yeah, what are we going back as this time, Big D? <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's been your most proudest moment in your life?
2: Well, I have to say, I have to say, Tanya and Emma are my greatest Mm. achievements i really do i know now everyone says, oh she over you know she overdoes it with the kids but i absolutely adore them and i think they're great girls and i love them and i think james is best thing ever happened to me too
1: did they ever get away with stuff growing up because you could read everything that was going on
2: (laughs) they were always very open to it because from the time they were kids they lived they understood it yeah they lived it too Mm. you know
0: Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut that off there because I can stay talking to you all day. Like, and this has gone on too long, and I'm no episode fucking one.
2: <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> can we just give you your own podcast? In a But new like, place? I was
2: even saying, like, what I could do sometime is I could do a clearing on someone. Yeah, live, on live. It. Yeah, yeah. You know, bring them in because you really do need to understand. You see, when I start a clearing on someone, I get them to draw a little person. I yeah. get them to draw a little matchstick person. I get them to draw their aura. I get them to your aura should be vibrating at two thousand one hundred cycles per second as well. It's, it's an electric frequency around you, and if that's not vibrating, you're letting shit in.
1: Well, I will definitely, I will definitely go and meet you and do, yeah. do something yeah. like about this or whatever. Hmm. And uh, if you want to do that live, you're recorded. You can more than more than welcome. We
0: yeah. could do that. We could do that. Yeah. yeah. No, Elizabeth only works with people naked.
2: <laughs> Don't tell James. <laughs> <laughs> there was a pause there for a minute. I was like, are we being serious here? <laughs> right. Well, yeah. Elizabeth,
0: thanks for coming in. You're I'm going to have to get you in because I'm fucking, <laughs> I have so many more questions.
2: Food for thought. <laughs>
0: I have so many more questions. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, loads of people asked me to get you on. Like yeah. when I had you on with the girls the last time, there was so many people asking yeah. me and I knew that it was going to be complicated in one episode. I, I knew it was.
2: Well, I've had a few people now that are your fans mm. and I think they really enjoyed it. I think they really yeah, enjoyed it. Sure. I don't know, I can't remember who they are now or anything like that, but they did enjoy it. And it really does make a difference to people. It makes a huge, it brings in an awareness that people are just going around and they don't realise who they are. They don't realise that they are spiritual beings inhabiting a human body.
0: Sure, it blows my mind. I, I I'm rocking around the place. Like today I went up to the plow match. I was really busy and I was looking, look at all these people. Hmm unaware oh, that they're in the presence yeah. of the best timber relocation operative <laughs> engineer in the world. blew my mind. And I they're know. just oblivious. <laughs> but anyway, everyone, love you all. And I will see you next week on The Wood from the Trees, the podcast where no one knows what's going to be talking about. <laughs>